right, man. I want to thank you for sitting down and taking the time to chat with us. Go ahead and let the people know your your full name and your gamer tag. I am Kalua Robinson, and my gamer tag is K Dash. K Dash. Now explain to the people what if there's anything behind the gamer tag. Uh, one of the one of my favorite fighting games that I actually started with was um. King of Fighters, and one of my favorite characters in it was um, K-Dash, so I just took the K part and just put K-A-Y, added the dash in there, and that's how what I have it today. For sure, for sure. Uh, now, where are you originally from? I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. So you are from the A? You are born and raised? Yep. All oh, my life I've been in the A. All my life I've been in the A. Don't know a place better. <laughs> As, now, now, what made you? I, I normally don't get too early in this, but I gotta ask: What made you uh, choose Lars as a character in Tekken? You know, uh, actually, I don't really know what drove me to him. Um, you know, I had a PlayStation. I, my mom got me a PlayStation Three for Christmas. You know, picked up Tekken Seven. He was he just stood out. That and I knew him from. Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 2 and I played him there and I was like oh he's in this game too he's he's in both games I was like shoot might as well play him try him out and you know lo and behold he fit the play style that I like to play now when did you get into gaming in general Ooh, I got into gaming a long time ago um my grandma got me started in gaming with Miss Pac-Man. That was probably one of the first games I've ever played. Every time I went to her house, it was always, you know, you want to play some Miss Pac-Man? Could nobody beat her? So, you know, she I think she was the one who instilled the drive, that competitive drive in me. Oh, gotcha. Now, uh, in regard, speaking of, of competitive, when did you get into competitive gaming? Uh... I got into competitive gaming. Well, I'll say seriously because, you know, I did like, you know, I played a lot of friends, but I'll say competitively, it was 2015 Momocon. That was my very first competitive tournament. Mm. Momocon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they were out doing it. That, that lets you know mm -hmm. it's been a while. They've been around for a while then. <clears throat> Fudge. All right, so what do you do for uh, occupation or education at this time? Uh, I'm currently not in school. Uh, I tried the school thing. It didn't work out for me, but I'm currently working in a warehouse. Uh, you know, basic, basic heavy lifting, move, pick up, move stuff, get it delivered. That's all I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> I definitely remember those days. Um, well, what, is, what is your favorite overall game, your favorite game to play all time? Uh, I have to say Resident Classic Resident Evil 3. That's that's got to be one of my favorite games I've ever played. I was about to say Resident Evil. I I was gonna say Resident Evil Two, but you said Resident Evil Three. But I was like that Resident Evil Two seems to be like a few uh, of our interviewees' favorites uh, in uh, Resident Evil Two. I mean, if I'm gonna be honest, I love the the first the first three of the OG series. I love because you know it, it gave it instilled that horror thing. You know, nowadays it's not as scary, but it's right. still great. No, nah, you're right about that. I actually think in terms of the genre of horror games and, and movies is, is heavily watered down. It's more suspense than it is uh, horror now. So it's not yep. really, you know, scary or whatnot. So, yeah. Now, what, what is your current involvement uh, in regards to the competitive gaming scene in general? I know you do compete still, correct? Yeah. 
Um, so I know COVID has, has been an issue, you know, uh, in regards to, to competing and also work and whatnot when you're able mm-hmm. to do so. I get that. Um, but uh, do you apply your services in any other way in regards to the gaming community? Uh, I mean, I compete. I've, I've, uh, just yesterday I was uh, up at 404. I competed. I commentated. I'll usually commentate if I'm up there or if I have an opportunity I like to commentate. Uh, I just started, well, I didn't just start streaming, but I'm, you know, being more on a roll with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people know me from my combo videos, the little combos that I make on Twitter and stuff like that. Those are the things I'd be the most recognized for. Yeah, man, I got a karate chop you in the back of the neck because, uh, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to the, I, I came across you very, very, very early, and I was like, man, it would be dope as a part of, you know what I'm saying, the network that we're trying to put together, like, man, get this dude K-Dash to come do, you know what I'm saying, his his combo video series and just kind of do a walkthrough. Like, that was going to be the next phase of Tech and Tech, mm-hmm. where, where my idea was, okay, well, I can, A, put this guy on the map for his hard work and what he's doing in regards to, but also I can add it to Tech and Tech in the sense that one of the things that Mike wasn't heavy on doing was the combos uh uh-huh. and and people will always be like oh mike why you don't ever do you know what i'm saying the combos or whatever it's like yeah you know it, 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 it is what it is when it comes comes to that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but but um but uh but yeah you know what i'm saying it would have been dope to be able to because i know you didn't kind of dialed it back you know what i'm saying but i always thought they were pretty cool it, it Optimal, non-optimal uh, combos. I always thought it was pretty dope. Like first character I saw you ever play was Miguel. Mm-hmm. Um, so like now, how did how was your experience going there? How did did it help you in terms of learning tech and overall, or was it just ah, I'm just doing this to have fun? Uh, it's it's actually a bit of both. Um, I I just enjoy execution heavy things. Like, you know, I like to play difficult games like Virtual Fighter, King of Fighters, and stuff like that. So. You know, when you have that high execution, it feels good to be able to, you know, pull off these hard combos and this, that, and the third. So, for me, it's just a challenge. And if I can do it in-game while I'm playing, you know, that makes for more fun for me because other people are like, oh, wow, this guy can really just do this, you know, in matches. It's not just a – he's not just a combo maker. He's doing this in matches. He knows what he's doing. He's comfortable doing this. Now, what was the first ever – tournament that you can think that you you got into that you first played in oh yeah that well the first ever tournament we had a my school was actually cool enough to actually let us host a second tournament and this was back before it was like a little bit before tag two dropped i want to say like 2011 2010 they had a tekken six tournament that they allowed us to play and i won that one so that, I think that that was one of the first ones I actually started in. Okay, okay, got that. Yeah, that was a good way, a good while ago. Okay, um, so how long have you you think that you've been playing competitively overall? Uh, competitively overall, I'd say about I'd say about six, seven years. Okay, okay, okay. Now, uh, since you've been in the community, have you have you been able to to make friends along the way? Oh, many, many, many friends. Uh, the, I, the first, the first, the first big 
met was actually Poke Child. When I went to my very first actual competitive tournament, he was actually there. And I met Poke. Uh, that's how I met Poke Chop. I played a couple sets with him before the tournament started. And, um, you know, I was I was at Momocon. I didn't have a ticket, but my friend let me use his to go downstairs to play. And then I ended up, I beat Shola. I met him and Shola the same day, and I beat Shola to get second place there, I think. Because all I was really there for was to, you know, get enough money to, to, to buy a ticket. Shola was like, yeah, if you just give me that money, I'll – I'll give you my three-day ticket. And, you know, from there, I started meeting um, more and more people. It was basically through Chop and Shola that I met a lot of people through the community. I've met uh, – actually, yeah, after I think I met Shola and Pope Chop a few times. I actually met you and Mike after that. And then after that, I started meeting Rail and uh, Turk, Shin Kwar. I actually played him in a tournament at Dragon Con. That's how I met him. And then, you know, through the second house, that's how I came across the whole group. And that was because Mike was like, yeah, you know, if you ever want to stop by the second house, you can come stop by the second house. And that's how I got into the community. That's how I started learning more and more about, you know, Atlanta from, you know, playing online and being like, oh, you know, I want to go to an offline tournament and stuff like that and see what I can do to, okay, now I'm in online tournaments and I'm here and I'm a presence and people know who I am and, you know, a lot of pe- there are a lot of good people here who are just fun to play with. You know, it's always good competitive and friendly rivalries down here. Now, do you have any uh, training partners? I do have training partners and people I do like to practice with. Um, I like to play with Owen 2, Rail. Uh, there are actually some other folks that I actually play with. Uh, a guy named Pastor Herbs, he's from the DMV. I practice with him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Poke Chop, Chop Dojo, all the time. That's one of my favorite places to go. And Mike, whenever I have a chance to go to the second house, I'm always practicing with him to, you know, see where my level is at the moment. Now, in the community, do you have a rival at this time? Anyone you, you would consider a rival? Uh, I would have to say, I'd have to say rail and chop, but I, I, I'm, I'm teetering on chop because chop, chop is like one of the big obstacles. I wouldn't consider him a rival yet because for me, I feel like to be a rival with him, I have to, you know, elevate my skill a little bit more, but rail is someone I definitely go back and forth with gotcha. and it'll either, it'll either be me beating him or to be him beating me. And it's, it's always a, a throw-up match when it's just like, all right, you know, these two are playing. It can go any kind of way. Now, now you think off the top of your head, you can remember what the win-loss record may be between you and Rail at this time? Oof. Uh, <laughs> I'm try- I got I to gotta think about that because I wasn't there for the past couple weeks. We've been actually – for the most part, from when I came back to 404, I, I was usually in second, and I would get over on rail. I, I'll say it's about four to two right now. I, I'm going to say it's from four to two okay. from the last couple of weeks that I've been going. Okay. Okay. Now, so four, four to two versus rail. Okay. I'll give you that. Um, and you told me how, how you came across Tekken House, because that was actually going to be my next question. Um Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. So um, now, what do you love the most about being a part of uh, the fighting game scene? 
So uh, I mean, everyone's real chill. Like, you know, no one's trying to, you know, exclude anyone from being in it. You know, everyone's very open about it. As long as you're cool, everyone else is cool. There's no drama or anything like that. You know, we all have the good, clean fun. We all talk our trash, this, that, and the third. There's, it's, And it's not even just that it's, you know, Tekken specifically because everyone there plays a multitude of games so it could be any game that we're playing and you're still going to have the same vibes as if we were playing Tekken and that's something I enjoy because I like playing you know different fighting games and people be like oh I can beat you on Marvel 2 or Virtual Fighter or King of Fighters and it's just like having that plethora of different games and stuff like that on top of the community being so open and kind and nice to everybody it's you know that's not something you just find now, what have you learned about yourself since uh, being involved with the fighting game scene and, and competitive gaming as a whole? Uh, that I, I should stop doubting myself, that I'm actually a lot better than I think that I am and I can do better because, you know, a lot of times I'll think I'm like, okay, I'm not doing so well or I don't feel like I'm that great. But when I go play and compete and stuff like that, people are like, okay, this person is a threat. I have to actually watch out for this person and you know it gives me that confidence boost of you know you're you're better than what you think you are stop downplaying yourself be confident in the skills that you have because you actually have skills i think that's told me now what have you learned about other people since being a part of the fighting game scene uh i've learned that you know there are different competitive spirits and you know people people take things different ways some people take wins and losses different ways and you know you can really learn a lot from a person like if i get down on myself because i took a loss you know you take it on the chin and be like you know i didn't do that i didn't do well in this match but that doesn't mean i can't come back stronger and that's one of those things that i've picked up you know, it's okay to lose. And, you know, when you win, you won, that's great. But that doesn't mean that person won't come back stronger. So you still have to be on your toes to make sure you can stay in that top position because at any given moment, some person out of nowhere can take you down. Now, when you look at a bracket, you see the names, you get yourself prepared for the tournament. Who's that one opponent, that that one name you see that make you say, ah, that guy, that that most hated matchup, you don't really want to see, but you got to go through it in order to get to the ultimate plateau. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to say Nito. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to say Nito on that one. Nito is very good. His Marduk is really good, and he, his Marduk does give me trouble. And it's cool. It, it's where one of those points of, you know, his, his. Marduk is so good, and if I crack under pressure, he's going to see it, and that's going to be at the end of it, and I can't let that happen. So sometimes I get, like, a little bit of jitters because I'm like, okay, if he goes in, there's not too much I can do to stop him. So I have to keep him from getting that momentum to start beating me down and pressuring me. Nito. Shots out to Nito. Okay. Now, what's the worst moment you've ever experienced uh, in your gaming, you know, in your in your uh, competitive gaming uh, career? Mm. I'd have to say that was AWA 
2016, I was in grand finals. I beat Chop to get into grand finals. And I was, you know, I switched to Miguel. I was making a comeback. And I, I had the absolute read on him, got the move I needed off. And then the combo dropped for no reason, and I lost. That is one L that sticks with me because I knew I should have not lost that match because I had everything right. It just went wrong, though. Mm, it's gracious a lot. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah, I can only imagine. Oh, goodness gracious. All right. So now what are your top three favorite moments uh, since being in the FGC? Uh, oof. I'd have to say in the the Tekken House tour, when I beat Mike in the Tekken House tour last uh, last year, I felt like that was a big thing for me. Uh, that first attempt against Berserk, when he wanted to mirror match me for $50, and I went 10-0. And, oh, man. Oh, the gauntlet at the Tekken House tour. That gauntlet was one of my favorite moments because I did way better than I was expecting myself to do. And I didn't put that much really calm when playing it. And to be able to have a streak like that and no one else have a streak like that, I felt good about that. Yeah, you were the only one to pull off a streak uh, that night. That was actually pretty damn awesome. And the funny thing is we designed it where everybody could get points, right? Mm -hmm. And we designed it where, like, like the the way you the you getting the points and you streaking would be so hard to do that it would be well earned it would be like okay yeah this person deserves 100 points you know what I'm saying if they're going to get uh this amount of wins you know what I'm saying in a row etc and yeah you you pretty much ran rough shot and and that was mm -hmm. dope especially because we had a fair amount of Lars uh players uh like rebirth and them playing um and it seemed like people had grown accustomed to the character at some point. Mm. Um, so it was actually a bit, a bit, bit not necessarily shocking because it's you, but shocking in the sense that so many people were like, they thought they knew the character and then walked mm. away from the match and was like, ah, oh, man, maybe I didn't know as much. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, if I'm, I, I must do a small piggyback off of that. When it comes to my, well, when it comes to my approach to my character, you know, there are so many different ways that I like to play my character, and there are so many different ways you can play a character. And I feel like being able to interchange all those ways, be, be, being risky, you know, playing solid, being defensive, and going all out or going all in, you know, to, to interchange those things, that's what I feel like you need to be able to do with your character. I don't feel like there's a such thing as a bad character. They might be flawed or something like that, but it all depends on how you make your moves work and how you apply these moves. I can agree with that. Um, to, to a fault, I can agree with that. Now, mm. I, I, I'm reluctant to go with that because of this day and age in regards to how fighting games are made. Mm -hmm. um, if, even though Tekken is my current love, I know to some that wouldn't be, you know, the end all be all in, in regards to games. But I, I played, you know, I grew up playing Street Fighter and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. I know how you know, how Capcom builds a game now, it's kind of hard to say that in that game, you know what I'm saying? Or, or maybe in, in KOF and, and the list goes on and on, you know what I'm saying? It depends, yeah. you know, it, it depends, you know what I'm saying? It, it, I think that that can be along the lines of personal, 
disbelief, but also uh, accountability and being able to say, hey, you know, I didn't apply myself enough uh, to, to, to gain the, the knowledge on this matchup, this particular character or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this has more to do with my inability uh, 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 to overcome uh, rather than this character's flaws um, in general. Yeah, I, I think uh, a fair amount of people, you know, need to uh, to, to come to that realization and, and, and that'll help them uh, get over necessary yummy walls to, to get better. Um, since you've been around, you, you're, you're considered a, a part of, of the Younger Court. Um, what help would you give to uh, a new player coming into not only the fighting game scene, but into Tekken? What words of advice would you give? I would have to say have fun first. Have fun with the game first, because if you're not uh, having fun and enjoying the game, then there's no reason to play it. You're not going to want to come back to play it, you know. Enjoy the game first and foremost, and then be competitive second, you know. Because com- being competitive is fun in itself, because, you know, you you have that, if you have that drive to win, you're going to want to win. But if you're winning, but you're not having fun, then you're not, you're not really playing the game. You're just there to try to win some money and a lot of people can tell you if you're just going in with the mindset of I want to win the money, you're not going to get far. That's very true. Very true. Now give me three names that you would like to face in an exhibition money match, whatever. And it doesn't mean it doesn't have to be uh players inside our community. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Shin blade. Okay. Big margin. Okay. And Jimmy J. Tran. Oh, you want that Lars mirror match. Oh, and then you want yeah. some of Tran? Oh. Yeah. 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 I played Jimmy J. Tran one time, and he, he obliterated me. And I was like, yeah, no, nah, I got I have to have that back. Yeah, that Stonewall defense is no joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no joke. No joke. Oh, yeah, we could definitely make Shinblade and, and Big Majin happen. That's 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 a given. They, they're they less than five hours away. <laughs> so you could definitely make that happen. Oh, yeah. Um. So your experiences uh, with 404 as a facility, as, as a community, how, how explain to us uh, 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 how you feel about 404 and, and what's going on there. I actually enjoy 404. You know, they have brought, you know, the tech and com- they've brought multiple communities together and the tech and community, which is my favorite community, of course, you know, together. It's a bit, it's a place where we can, you know, sit down, chill out. We can talk our trash, have fun. Everybody's chilling there. It's, it's a good environment for the tech and players to play in. And I think that's something good because especially in this time right now, you know, COVID is making things harder. So we're adjusting to it. And, you know, ever since, you know, Gwinnett Brawl closed, which I've actually never had a chance to go to, you know, having a place for us to be able to go is a good thing. So I'm actually happy that we all have a place to go play Tekken together at. And now how active are you in the online community in terms of uh, the online aspect of uh, Tekken? Uh, I'm pretty active. Um, like I like to I like to go play other people. Like if there's anyone who has like PS4 or anything like that, you know, I don't I don't back down from a challenge. If you want to play me, we can play fun sets, 
you know, competitive sets, first to fives, first to tens, whatever you want to do. If we're just messing around or being serious to try to help each other practice and stuff like that. You know, I'll, I'll play anybody. And, um, you know, I've done the FGC Fight Club tournaments and stuff like that with past the herbs and uh, turkeys. He's been in them. Uh, Akumu's been in them and stuff like that. Some real competitive names. Shinblade was in one of them. That's actually why I want to play Shinblade offline because, you know, I'd rather have that same experience offline where, where there are no hindrances and anything like that or no excuses to, you know, why something might have messed up or anything like that. You know, online is very fun for me, but, you know, I don't try to, I don't try to base anything around it. But, you know, if it's all I got right now, I'll play anybody who wants to play. That's it. And that's what it really boils down to. That's what it's really all about. That's that's what's up. Now, before closing, um, do you have any interests, any hobbies uh, outside of uh, gaming? Uh, I do enjoy martial arts. Um, I love going on hikes and stuff like that. Just, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm sort of an outdoorsy kind of person. I like to be outdoors and, you know, do anything outdoorsy, um, whether it be hiking or, you know, trying new things with like skateboarding or something I want to go try is like snowboarding and stuff like that. I love going out and being active and doing stuff. Okay. Okay. I like that. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, so go ahead and let the people know where they can find you, uh, what you're getting into, hopefully, you know what I'm saying, tournament-wise or whatnot, but let the people know where they can find you and any shout-outs you may have as well. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at K-X underscore. I will post, I post all my tech and content up there, you know, different tech combos or, you know, anything that I might find useful for anybody who might like it or I might just post cool clips that I've done. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash k two where I'm actually streaming a lot more. Uh, I'm working my way to get affiliate status. I want to have my own stream and stuff set up so that people who might be a fan of me or who might just like seeing what I do can see me outside of just pork chop streams or other streams and stuff like that so they can get more of my own content and things of that nature and my you know thoughts and processes on how I like to play and stuff like that. That's what's up. Uh, uh, and I'm going to give a shout out to Pastor Herbs. I've actually practiced with him a lot and he's built up a lot in the time that I've known him. He's probably one of the chillest guys that I know and, you know, one of the nicest people I've ever met. And, you know, I want to give a big ups to him because he's doing a lot of big things right now. Yeah, we definitely check out his stream uh, uh, pretty pretty much on a regular. You know, he's trying to build his community and everything like that. Um, mm. Definitely uh, elevating in, in tech. And I, 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 I would like to see him come out to some things, though, um, to, to see where he actually is um, mm -hmm. in terms of uh, playing offline, you know what I'm saying, especially with that hop kick, Josie. Yeah, I took a shot at him. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I like what I see. You know, I see he's a very positive guy. Um, and mm -hmm. he also has a, a pretty good voice uh, uh, for uh, commentary as well when he's helping out with uh, uh, Dosha and the uh, FGC Fight Club streams and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, that's what's up. Now, now, uh, didn't now weren't you doing uh, what was it uh, the summit uh, uh, like podcast and stuff oh, yeah. like that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? We haven't been able to really get it because 
you know, we've we've been off, you know, because COVID and stuff like that. But yes, I do have an anime podcast with my friends called Shonen Summit. That's S-H-O-W-N-E-N Summit. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll do gaming streams. We'll talk. We'll uh, react. We react to anime and stuff like that. We have chats about anime characters and stuff like that, and different stories. And you know, what if this character fought this character? Anything anime related, we talk about it. Comics, TV shows, all of that stuff. That's super dope, man. I appreciate you sitting down with us, man. Uh, this is only part one of the interview. We're actually going to do, you know, what I'm saying uh, another one. Uh, uh, excuse me, hopefully within a month time so you get some more people out, uh, uh, more information out to the people in the meantime, between time. Uh, K-Dash, thank you, thank you, thank you for sitting down with us.